Hello, everybody. Welcome to turn to page five. I, five. We're really getting, we're really getting there, huh? We're big boys mm -hmm. now. Five whole books. Five whole give yourself goosebumps books. Reader beware. You choose the scare. With Rhapsody. We're in half double digits already, baby. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're in half double digits. We're all uh, we're we're also like... known as digit. <laughs> yeah, we're you we're in single digit. We are um, <laughs> you know, third teens. <laughs> I don't know. A third teens? Third teen a third of a teen. One third teen. Oh yes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, logical thing that people would say. That's why you the, the classic measurement, of course. Yes, the classic measurement. Uh, oh my goodness. Night in Werewolf Woods. This, I think, takes the cake as the most normal. It's certainly the most something. It's. It seems the most normal, scary book to me, which I'm. I'm ready to be proven wrong because this is goosebumps. I'm. I want to. I we. We're probably gonna meet Tarzan again. You know, we're probably gonna exactly become millionaires. Eat like selling bug ice cream as a mm. bat. We're gonna meet Tarzan. I like. I personally cannot wait to see the uh, beware page that will tell me exactly how strange this might get. Well, you don't have to wait any longer because it's vacation time. Your family is going to Woods World Cabins. All the kids say terrifying creatures roam the woods there at night. Werewolves, trolls, and hideous monsters. But you're not scared until your mum makes nerdy Todd Morris come <laughs> along and until Todd insists the two of you must break into the dark woods on the night of the full moon to find his stolen treasure. Can you survive until sunrise? Alive. No, but I can survive until sunrise dead. I don't yeah. think that qualifies. Yeah, it seems... Hey, whatever. Can you survive until dawn? Mm. <laughs> uh. I mean, it. this, you were right, right? Yes. Nine in Werewolf Woods does feel very much like a straight horror story. Yes. And usually for the fun kind of atmosphere, there are subversions here. So is it just going to turn out that like it's a bunch of people just wearing thick coats or something like that? Just having like a party like out on the night of the full moon? Could be. We we did also get like half like of our head cut off by a swinging axe at one point. So like, mm. honestly, it could go anywhere. But you also really made me realize that until dawn is give yourself goosebumps for grownups, ish. Yeah, absolutely. -ups. <laughs> I I love I, until dawn for someone who cannot I, stand horror. It's. Honestly, that that uh, the series I really, really, really enjoyed. Like, in spite of myself, that is not usually a genre that I would enjoy, but I always really enjoy the releases from that series. However, uh, I would like a version of it where it's not all part of the same contiguous world. So if you did take a different path, like in the Goosebumps books, the oh. world just merged around that and had a unique version rather than, you know, you failed to hit the quick time and yes. therefore this person died. Like, yes. it's all the same universe in Until Dawn. That is true. You, you don't have things like this this book series where, yeah, villain villain is a villain in this storyline, but actually they're secretly nice and your friend in the next one. Mm -hmm. Like, or being literally in two completely different places. That's the wonderful mm -hmm. thing about uh, books and imagination is uh, we're going to read them. We're going to read your imagination mm -hmm. on page one. Would you like to get over 
as we turn to page one. One. Nerd alert! Nerd alert! <laughs> we interrupt your perfect summer vacation at Deep Woods Lake to bring you the special nerd news. This is this is not even in quotations. This is facts. Mm. This is your this is the special nerd news. Your parents have invited their best friends, Mr. and Mrs. Morris, and their super nerd son, Todd, to share the cabin with your family this year. You can't believe it! Your worst nerd mayor has just come true. This can't be happening to me. You say aloud as your family's minivan pulls up to Woods World. You've already spotted the Morris's car. It's parked beneath a string of colored lanterns hanging over the entrance to Woods World. Woods World, what a poor name. It's just like, could it, could it be, could it roll off the tongue less? Woods World. Woods World. Woods World is the cabin community that your family has vacationed at every summer since you were a baby. Then you spot Todd. He's a gawky, stringy-haired boy who wears thick black-rimmed glasses. Hey, hey, what do you say? <laughs> Todd calls to you, his big hand whirly birds out of the car window in a nerdy wave. Be nice. Your mom cautions. Yeah, maybe Todd is different now, says your dad. Oh, he's different, all right from everyone else on this whole planet. Oh, got him, nerd. Damn, oh. Todd is such a nerdy name as well. Todd's in the chat, you nerds. Todd, it's me, Todd. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Todd is just a name that's meant to it's... be said in, in an introduction in a nasal voice. Hi, I'm Todd. <laughs> Except for you, Todd, listening, you're my favorite, Todd. Uh, of course. Of course. Sorry, we, you top are Todd. the Giga Chad Todd. World's top Todd. <laughs> Page two. Here's our top ten. <laughs> Todd, top ten, top ten, number one. Todd, top ten, top ten, number two. Todd. Either way, you need to extend that to ten minutes, otherwise, it's never gonna make it. <laughs> Your minivan and the Morris's car both roll up to the gravel drive next to Evergreen Cabin. You gaze around. Nothing has changed since last summer. The woods behind your cabin are still dark and deep. The sparkling blue lake in the front of the cabin is still as smooth as glass. A narrow, sandy beach stretches into an easy curve around the shoreline of the lake. The sun is almost set, leaving behind a fiery pink-orange glow in the sky. There's enough daylight left for you to notice a note taped to the screen of your door cabin. Cool! You cry. You jump out of the car. That must be a note from my friends. You tell your parents. You sprint across the lawn and up the porch steps. You pull the note off the cabin door. To read what it says, turn to page three. You unfold the note. You read it out loud. Kids only campfire tonight. 8 p.m. at the beach. Wonderful. Your mom cries. <laughs> your mom cries. <laughs> your mom just starts crying. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, she's just, she really wanted to be at the campfire, but it's a kids only campfire. Oh, yeah. She's that, being excluded. I saw That or it's a campfire of kids, and she's sad that, you know, <laughs> she's going to lose her child. One of the two. Yeah. Your mom is breaks down crying as she hurries up behind you. It's only 7 o'clock now. You can help unload the car and then go. There will be perfect opportunity for the other Woods World kids to meet Todd. And a perfect opportunity for them to think I'm a nerd, too, because of him. 
you mutter, but no one hears you. Your parents and Mr. and Mrs. Morris have gone inside the cabin. You watch Todd, Todd unload his stuff from the car as he pulls out a red tin box. Three very large red-haired boys bike up to your driveway. They're the Murphy brothers, Jess, Buck, and Sharky. <laughs> Welcome to Wood World, nerdo! The oldest brother, Sharky, taunts Todd. Sharky's 15. He looks as if he's been lifting weights since he was two years old. <laughs> Last summer, a kid told you that Sharky got his nickname because... Getting into a fight with Sharky is like trying to survive a shark attack. I brought us a present. I see you brought us a present. Sharky says to Todd. Todd. He grabs the tin box and tosses it to his youngest brother, Jess. Hey, that's my pewter figure collection. Bring that box back. Tears form in his eyes as Murphy brothers pedal away, taking the box with them. Go to page 12. You try and pretend. Oh. oh. You try and pretend that you don't see Todd crying. But this kid is not a quiet sniffler. He's a loud sobber. <laughs> Todd cries. Tears spurt out of his eyes like a water main break in the middle of Main Street. All right, all right. I'll go to the campfire and get your precious pewter collection back. <laughs> I'm coming too. Todd says. He wipes his nose on his sleeve. Gross, but actually. <laughs> you glance over at the porch. The parents are so busy talking, they don't notice that Todd's tears are flooding the place. <laughs> this is Goosebumps, so this might be canon. I don't know. You mm. notice, though, now you have to decide if you're going to bring Todd to the campfire or leave him to cry at the cabin. If you He'll decide... extinguish the campfire. We can't bring him. Oh, yeah, no, sir. No s'mores. No s'mores, no fun. No party, no uh, kids-only campfire. No not nerd. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, no Todd. <laughs> no, no Todd, no Todd, no bad time. Hey, why not? Uh, if you decide to ditch Todd, go to the campfire alone. Turn to page nine. If you decide to drag Todd with you to the campfire, go to page six. Hey, six or nine. All right. Now, I'm putting myself in the, the head of this main character. Sure. And I'm thinking, okay. I've already been uh, cast with the nerd aspersions as I have been seen hanging with this super nerd Todd. Yes. Uh, however, now the best strategy for me is to hang as close to Todd as possible such that Todd lightning rods all of the nerd comments. Ah. And then I, by comparison, will look good and cool and fun and hip and being nice and handsome. I would really like to be cool and hip and fun and nice and cool and being handsome. So I'm with it. The, Let's do it. Just drag him to the campfire on page six. Drag him into the campfire on page six. <laughs> you can't help feeling sorry for Todd. You decide to take him to the campfire. Maybe if those Murphy boys see you crying, they'll feel sorry for you too. You tell Todd. They're the meanest boys <laughs> I've ever met. Todd wails. He takes a package of tissues out of his shorts pocket and blows his nose. <laughs> Quietly. <laughs> Loud. <laughs> really, Todd? You'll scare them more with that honking more than they could ever scare you. I just want my pewter collection back. It's my most precious possession. As soon as Todd says this, the faucets open up again. He can't stop crying. <laughs> I can't go to the campfire. <laughs> My sinuses are all clogged now. 
You'll have to face them alone, I guess. Alone? You repeat, cheering up immediately. I mean, w without you, Todd? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't feel like going to a party tonight. <laughs> if you insist. You say happily. Go to page nine. You leave Todd to cry alone at the cabin. You stay here and unpack your tears. <laughs> you say to Todd. I'll go to the campfire and get the box back for you. You hurry out the cabin door. You head for the usual campfire spot at the south end of the beach. A giant fire is already blazing when you arrive. You see your friend, Lauren Woods. Her parents own Woods World. Well, hey, there you go. She and the regular uh, crowd of Woods World kids are sitting around the fire listening to Sharky Murphy tell a creepy story. One second. This place is called Woods World, not because it is a forest. I know. But because the, the people who own the cabins are I know. the woods. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, my, Remember the legend of the werewolves. My last name is Doctor, actually. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Sharky says mysteriously. At first, you may think you're talking to a friend. Then, when the full moon comes out from behind a cloud, you'll see hair begin to grow on your friend's face. Fangs take the place of teeth. A voice that was once human turns to a beastly howl. Sharky pauses and lowers his voice to a whisper. Look, he says, the full moon is out tonight. This is a perfect night for the werewolves of Woods World to appear. No one safe here. Not now, not ever. Not even the Discord noise gate. We wrecked it, boys. Let's go. It's going so well. Woo! Go to page 28. Also, Werewolves of Woods World is, I'm pretty sure, an intentional tongue twister that they use yeah, to Yeah, I think it's a, how much... How much wood could woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? How much woods would a wood woods world, world wood? wood if a werewolf wood world wood? <laughs> if there we go. How much wear would a werewolf wear? How much hair would a werewolf wear if a Woods World Wood World Wood? <laughs> I don't know. Three. Three hair. Three hair. Uh, Sharky laughs an evil laugh as he finishes his story. The kids sitting around the campfire study each other's faces, searching for hair or maybe fangs. As clouds cover the full moon, the campfire party breaks up. Everyone says, good night. Lauren Woods laughs as she calls to you. Not, not. Don't let the werewolves bite. Did you ever see a werewolf sharky? One of the younger kids asks before he leaves. <laughs> uh, my brothers and I saw plenty of werewolf tracks in the woods where we came to this, uh, be just before we came to this campfire, actually. Isn't that right, Jess? Yeah. The youngest Murphy brother says. We saw the wolf tracks where we were burying that nerdy kid's box. So you think to yourself, they buried Tox to Todd's box, Tox's bods, Tox bod. Todd's box. But where? <laughs> tox, tox, tox. You promise to get to the box to get it back for Todd. But should you go out alone when the moon is full? If you decide to look for the box tonight, page 13. If you decide to go back in the cabin, page 71. <sighs> I mean, we're it's, already close to the objective. We are, we are already close to the objective. And now, unfortunately, book number four is throwing a wrench in the whole system. It used to be if you pick the baby option, you lose. Now, mm -hmm. 
baby option can be safe. Like ne the whole world has been opened up to us as a result of the uh, terrible experiments of Dr. Eek or horrible or something. Honestly, pretty cool experiments mm -hmm. of Dr. Eek. He made that guy big. Um, dude was large. Dude was large. <laughs> yeah, he had, he needed a tall sink. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still love that as the mechanic by which they introduce it. It's like, yeah. oh, we custom made this bathroom for all the monstrosities <laughs> we've been creating here that you stumbled into. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Should we go tonight or to the cabin? Um, let's go look for the box. Let's go look for the box tonight on page thirteen. I'm no baby. Uh, a promise is a promise. Well, you promised Todd you would get his box back tonight. You decide you have to go into the woods. Alone. It's no big deal, you think to yourself. I've been coming to Woods World forever. I've never seen werewolves here before. You follow the Murphys up a gravel path to the woods. You hope they'll lead you to the box. The only problem is the Murphys are nowhere in sight. They've sprinted up the path into the darkness. You peer ahead and see nothing. The full moon is behind a cloud. Total darkness surrounds you like a thick blanket. The woods are silent tonight. Even the raccoons and other night creatures, like Raccoon 2, seem to have gone to bed already. Nothing is out here. Nothing except me, you say softly to yourself. <laughs> you whirl around. What made that horrible noise? You glance to your right, then to your left. Nothing. Continue along the path, the gravel crunches under your sneakers. And then you see it. A light flickering up ahead. 106. <laughs> a candle burns in a jar next to a large boulder on the side of the path. As you hurry closer, a breeze makes the flame flicker. There's a note taped to a large rock. You bend down and grab the note. Did someone leave this for you? You draw the candle close, squinting into the darkness to read the writing. Wax drips, then hardens on the side of the jar as you read the note aloud. The wolves of Woods World, they love to see red, so the box that was Todd's is now their box instead. The werewolves of Woods World disappear at dawn, so you must find the box before this night is gone. Werewolves? This must be a joke, you tell yourself. But you can't help gazing into the darkness, searching. You hold your breath and listen. Then you hear the crackling of twigs. Footsteps. You're not alone after all. Someone, or... Something, or someone, is out here with you. Go to page 133. Quickly, you duck down behind an old tree stump. You listen for footsteps again. They're closer now. But in the darkness, you can't tell exactly where they're coming from. Your heart pounds like a jackhammer. Footsteps, closer, closer, closer. <laughs> you scream. A hand is on your shoulder. You're afraid to look. Hey, hey, what do you say? <laughs> oh, that's the Todd catchphrase. Hey, hey, what do you say? Todd's voice <laughs> breaks through your scream. It's just me. I came out to find you. After all, it's my box and I should help you find it. You can't believe this guy. He just scared you out of your wits. And he's still stuck talking about that stupid box. You catch your breath and try and slow your heartbeat down to normal. Get a life, Todd! You shouldn't sneak up on me like that. <laughs> I just want to help find the box. Look, I even brought a flashlight. You're glad it's Todd and not a werewolf. In fact, you're glad for any company on a night like this. Follow me. 
Which way? Go to page 75. Interestingly, follow me. Which way, Todd asks. Go to page 75. Yes. Usually it would be like, take the left, forward, path, you know, double back and do a horseshoe. No, just... Just... This way. Do it? We answer. Yep. This way, towards the two red lights. You lead the way through a wall of thorny bushes. There should be a path to the beach around up here somewhere. You say. Ouch. Todd cries. <laughs> Yeah. These stupid thorns <laughs> are scratching me all up. <laughs> Better watch out you don't bleed too much. You don't want those werewolves to catch the scent of fresh blood. Todd's knees tremble as the two of you push through the overgrown vines and shrubs. Has anyone mentioned the werewolves to Todd before this? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure this is the path? It's so dark out here, I can't see a thing. Before you can answer, you hear a... <laughs> this time, the terrifying noise is very, very close. <laughs> oh, no. I just knew exactly how that was going to sound. <laughs> I, you just, I, you, no I knew. There's no way that one could sound any different than that Todd Wines. <laughs> what was that sound? You try not to panic. For, for Todd's sake. You flip on the flashlight switch. Darkness still surrounds you. You hit the flashlight on your hand. Once, twice, still no light. Stupid batteries. You mumble. But even without light, you notice the ground under your feet changing from dry to slippery and very slimy. Where are you? Go to page four. We're in page four. We're on page four. Page four is conveniently the name of a cave because we're in a cave. It's a cave. It's a cave. In all the summers I've been coming to Woods World, I never knew there was a cave here. Let's check it out. Then you hear a voice from somewhere deep in the cave, a voice calling your name, whatever it is. You. We don't know. You. <laughs> Goosebumps reader. <laughs> You think the voice sounds like Sharky Murphy, but she can't be sure. Hello? Hello? You answer. You start to move forward into the deep black cave. Todd tugs you back. Don't go in. He warns. Again, the voice from inside calls your name. Oh, I was waiting for Foley on whatever our name is. You, you, <laughs> you, you. <laughs> You, to be fair, yeah, maybe that that's the most logical. Because you, you feel pulled. Well, I mean, hey, we can just assume our name is you and they just have the punctuation wrong. You feel pulled mm -hmm. by the voice and pulled by Todd at the same time. What's it going to be? Go in or stay out? To answer the call of the cave, turn to page 81. If you feel safer listening to Todd and staying out of the cave, go to page 37. Huh. Hmm. I mean, I I have a take, but do you? I have no take. I'd like to take your take. So mine is that the uh, the note said that we needed to find the werewolves to get the box back from them. That they have Todd's box. Yes. Todd is gonna you know help us find that box. Todd is effectively saying, "No, don't go in there. Yeah. My uh, goal and objective is that way." It's like, <laughs> dude, quest marker is inside the cave. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm cool to go in and die, if that's if so that's what it is. If that's what the call of the cave says, that's fine by me. Eighty-one. 
Come on, Todd. You say. You reach over to the hold, reach over and hold onto his arm. We're going in the cave. We're not going to let those Murphy brothers scare us, are we? We aren't. I mean, no, no, we aren't. A thin beam of moonlight shines into the mouth of the cave. You can see that the floor is pure slime. Take one step forward, your feet fly up into the air, you land flat on your back and bring Todd down with you. Then you and Todd start sliding faster and faster. Your two voices blend into one. (laughs) You squeeze your eyes shut. You feel as if you are sliding down the world's steepest water slide. Down, down you go. Faster, faster. You and Todd zoom down a slime-slick tunnel into a total darkness. Just when you think your body can't take one more second of this wild ride, it ends with a grand slam bam. You smash into a wet cave wall. (laughs) And we live? Yep. If you open your eyes now, why is this different? Oh my god. Yeah. This This is the choice we get to make. Do we open our eyes now or keep them closed? I kind of want to keep them closed. Walls do it. Page seven. We cannot bear to look. We keep our eyes closed. I I, try to turn. I'm well aware that this will probably be. (laughs) I just want to know. Okay. Just memorize the page we came from, just in case. I opened it in a separate tab because I was pretty confident it was going to be in a big fat L. Uh, You keep your eyes closed. Your body relaxes. You start to feel so light, so calm, so. You open your eyes wide. What happened? The bump against the cave wall must have really knocked you and Todd out. Whatever happened is a mystery to you both. You don't know how long you were lying in that pool of slime in the cave. You gaze around. You're out of the cave now and sitting propped up against a big tree. The light of the full moon is shining directly on you and Todd. Todd sits with his back to you. You look down and shriek. There are, there are hairy, beclawed hands where your regular boy hands should be. Then Todd turns his face towards you with a, oh, with a fanged smile. <laughs> you open your mouth to scream, but the only sound coming out of it is a sound you've heard before. <laughs> you remember Sharky's words. This is a perfect night for the werewolves to come out of Woods World. Sharky was right. No one is safe here. Not now, not ever. The werewolves now have two new members of the pack, you and Todd. Break out the shaving cream. Things are looking pretty hairy now. The end. (laughs) Is this a bad end? (laughs) I like dogs. I don't think so. Yeah, we get to be a cool dog wolf boy. I mean, like, we don't have to worry about being killed by werewolves ever again. We do have to hang out with Todd. Oh, forever. SpongeBob. I'm I'm your new best friend. (laughs) It's like, you know, it kind of sounds like SpongeBob doing. Wait, hold on. Let me rephrase that. (laughs) SpongeBob (laughs) doing Squidward. (laughs) Let me rephrase. Yeah. SpongeBob doing an impression of Squidward. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It sounds like that too, I guess. (laughs) SpongeBob. <laughs> I think we must open our eyes on page 85 now. Yeah. <laughs> you and Todd hit the cave wall with a giant thud. You both open your eyes at the same time and see the same eerie sight. 
Eyes. Hundreds. No, thousands of bright yellow eyes. Eyes on the ceiling. Eyes on the wall. Eyes on the floor. Bats! Todd <laughs> exclaims. He sounds more amazed than scared. They won't hurt us. I studied all about them for a science report. I heard that they like bunk crunch ice cream. I bought a batch. Did you know that bats echolocate? <laughs> the books didn't for quite a while. <laughs> you try and use your bat sight in the one where we turn into a bat. Pretty much. You're not so sure. Todd's right. <laughs> Two bats fly right by your face. Their eyes, or their yellow eyes, whiz past you like shooting stars. The flapping of their webbed wings creates a breeze that sends chills down your spine. You whip your head around to move out of the bat's flight path. As you duck down, you feel bat wings brush across your face. Their tiny claws catch in your hair. They fly away, yanking out small clumps of your hair as they go. Why? Oof. Rude? The bats surround you. You turn to find Todd. It's hard to see through the thousands of flapping black wings. Where is he? Go to page 42. Todd's oh, never mind. Oh, oh, where's Todd? Where's Todd? Where's Todd? Todd is standing next to you. He is just as surrounded by the bats as you are. <laughs> I don't know why that sentence gets me. He's right by you. He's also surrounded by the bats, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, but Todd is acting as if they're butterflies instead of bats. He's even reaching his hands out to them. Todd Redemption arc. A sudden gust of wind blows through the cave. The bats beat their wings furiously, which creates an instant whirlpool. The force pulls Todd backwards. You can't believe your own eyes. Todd is being sucked into a tunnel, a tunnel filled with yellow bat eyes. Todd! You scream. Bats! Bats! <laughs> everywhere bats! Todd yells, Todd yells, as you watch him being drawn deeper and deeper into the tunnel. They're beautiful. You knew this kid was weird, but now what are you supposed to do? Go down the tunnel of eyes after Todd, or turn back and run for help? Uh... I mean, apparently. I don't like how Tunnel of Eyes is capitalized with a T and an E. I capital mean, T just, Tunnel of Capital E Eyes? It's, I think it's just like a carnival attraction, you know? It's like... Mm. Eyes. And those have been historically quite yeah, safe for us. Absolutely. Come on down. Bring your, uh, you know, bring your partner choice. Come on in to the Tunnel of Eyes. Is it romantic? Not quite. But it <laughs> is cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes have it if you turn to page 47 when the going gets tough the tough get going for help turn to page 19 i don't I... who are we gonna go to for help sharky's just gonna laugh at us i kind of lauren woods owns these woods she's yeah. never gonna help us she's gonna hide it the, she's gonna hide the corruption of of woods world woods uh, from oh the world. Oh my god, yeah, she's gonna bury us. Yeah. We're evidence. Yeah. Hide the corruption of the woods, world, woods from the world. Woods, you <laughs> like to go to page 47? Let's go to page 47. The eyes have it. You know you have to try and save Todd from the bats, even if he doesn't realize he needs saving. Even if it means you have to face millions of bat faces yourself. You step into the tunnel. You don't even try and fight the power of the tunnel's air currents. You let your body be sucked into the open mouth of the black hole. Immediately, you hear, hear, hear the thwap of flapping wings. 
<laughs> sound is so close to your ears. It's deafening. You flap your own arms back at the bats. <laughs> hey, you like this so much? Hey, huh? What do you like it? Kind of annoying, huh? A little bit inconvenient, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this clears the way in front of you. Now you can see the choices you must make. Oh, well, that's good. You can, now you can see the choices you must make. There are two more tunnels at the end of this tightly squeezing passageway. Above the sound of the bat wings, you hear the roaring and rushing waves of water. The sound is coming from the tunnel on the left. And the tunnel on the right comes a wicked howling that can only be one thing. Wolves. To tackle the capital T tunnel of capital W waves or the capital T tunnel of capital W wolves. So I, I think... Oh. <laughs> Grab I mean, a partner, come on now. We are the wolves, <laughs> but like, this could just be wolves that we run into, not werewolves. You know, not the respectable sort that'll have a conversation with you. It's true. It's true. I mean, man, but they're, they're all capitalized. You know what? Huh? Waves never have a conversation with you. That's true. They just wave and <laughs> <laughs> just wave and go right on by. They just wave and <laughs> they just wave to you and say. <laughs> I I oh, don't know. That's a good accent for them. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. Keep it in mind, man. Welcome on down to Tunnel Town. We got tunnel, tunnel eyes, tunnel love, tunnel wave, tunnel wolves. We got a ton of tunnels in down in Tunnel Town. Step right up to the tunnel of tunnels. That's one in thing to wave wolves and bats and eyes. <laughs> One thing's for sure, you'll have a tunnel fun. Uh, note that that does not mean a ton of fun. You will have tunnel fun. Uh, we have coined that. The, is that is legally distinct yeah, to le a ton of fun. <laughs> legally distinct. You cannot get your money back. You did have tunnel fun. Tunnel fun is just less fun than normal fun. Uh, I, I don't know. The main quest is down the wolf path, probably, huh? It's hard to say. I. We've been going head first I mean, towards wolves. You're right. Maybe we maybe we zig instead of zagging. Maybe we take a dog leg on this one. Maybe we go to the the tunnel of waves. Go to the tunnel of waves. I'm ha I'm happy to. Maybe yeah. I'm I'm down. I, I'm down. I, I think I'm it's possible that like at one point you have to decide to go off of the the straight and narrow that we're doing here. Agreed. I got. I I'm ready to go. Page fifty one. You step into the tunnel of waves. A sudden flood of icy water forces you forward through the tight-fitting tunnel. Todd! You scream over the roar of the waves. Todd, Todd, are you in here? Todd! A disgusting smell of rotten eggs fills your nostrils. Sulfur. Ugh. You say to yourself. You remember the same horrible smell coming from the old mill pond at home. You try not to breathe it in as you scream out one more time. Todd! No answer. You gasp for fresh air somewhere, anywhere, and you struggle, to, you struggle against the pounding pressure. A wall of waves pushes you from behind. It's no use! You stop fighting the waves. Instead, you stretch your arms out over your head and go with the flow. Water fills your ears, your eyes, your mouth. The enormous crashing waves carry your body through the tunnel. There's no end in sight. Float on to page 67. I can... This would also work perfectly if they didn't have float on to page 67. The enormous crashing waves carry your body through the tunnel. There's no end in sight. The end. Like, that would be a perfect Goosebumps ending right there. Yeah. 
Hey. That's how they write it. There's no possible the end or whatever. There's no, there's no possible the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but it's let's float onwards. Let's float onwards. We all float on. You're floating in a new tunnel now. You're sure of that? The feeling here is completely different. The tight grip of the waves and the tunnel of waves, capital T, capital W, has loosened. You are floating on the surface of a calm, smooth body of water. The closeness of the tunnel's walls has given way to open air. Your eyes see nothing but blackness as you bob slowly up and down in the water. The sulfur smell is gone. Replaced now by odorless air. I can breathe again! <laughs> you shout weirdly into the darkness. I, oh, I can I see. breathe again! Your own voice echoes back. <laughs> Hello! You cry, testing the Hello. echo again. Hello. Hello. Your voice returns from the pitch black nothingness all around you. You're alone. The only sound is the sound of your own voice. And the sound of your own breathing. Wait. What's that other sound right next to your ear? Strain your ears to hear better on page 23. You thought you were alone floating in the darkness. And you thought your own breathing was the only sound around. Yes. In case you're joining mm, us I'm after the in case you're joining us after the commercial break, <laughs> you thought you were alone. You were floating in the darkness, and then you thought your own breathing was the only sound around. But now, right next to your ear, you hear other breathing. <laughs> right now, next to your ear, you hear other breathing. <laughs> air is being sucked in and blown out. Air in, air out. In case you're joining my us in this commercial. In case you're joining us in the commercial break of life, uh, in case you forgot, breathing is when air is sucked in and blown out. Air in, air out. Air in, in case air we out. have any newborn babies tuning in <laughs> who just come out, they're completely wet from the womb. Breathing yep, yep, is a yep. process by which air is joined into the oxygen lungs and out of the lungs. You strain your ears to listen better. You hold your own breath so you won't confuse it with this new sound. Yes, <laughs> it it's breathing. Slow even, steady even, deep even breathing. Air in. Oh, air out. Air in. Air out. The rhythm is as regular as a sleeping giant's breathing. But in the darkness, you see nothing. Your eyes are no help to your ears now. All you can do is listen. Air in. Air out. Air in. Your breathing begins to join in rhythm. Air in, air out. Keep breathing. Go to page 113. Air in, air out, air in, air out. With the next air in, your floating speeds up. You're no longer bobbing slowly up and down a calm body of water. Now you're being towed by some force you can't see. Help! You scream. Help! Help! Your own voice Help. echoes. Oh, it's no use! You cry. Oh, it's no use. The echo agrees with you. In one final pull of air f of the air force... In one final pull of the Air Force, you are sucked into another tunnel. A long, narrow tunnel. You zoom through a tunnel, through the tunnel, and land in a dark pit. There's so many repeated words, it's sending me into a loop. It's it's echoing in there as I well. Know. Though, I you know. That, that might even be on purpose. Uh, but this time, there is no echo. There's only a loud... That's impressive, and I hate it. The Deep Woods Lake monster has just swallowed you whole. Sad to say, you're all washed up. 
for you, the story has come to an end. Blues. So it was not I, the tunnel of waves. It it was uh difficult. I <laughs> I can do that on command, but uh, it was difficult because I couldn't do the echoes while I was also breathing in the appropriate amount of oxygen to do that. Uh, I mean, you you pulled it off. Oh, I'm so glad it worked. That was a very high skill cap page, but you really did it. Rank up. You that was your placement match. Congrats. <laughs> I apologize to everyone wearing headphones or listening, but and then, this is this is this is Foley, baby. Uh, apologies to ear users out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that one's always my favorite. All right, let's go to the Tunnel of Wolves on page 130. 130 sounds good to me. You have entered the Tunnel of Wolves. Of the wolves. Now you hear a bone chilling. Again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Only this that, time. This this one's supersonic. This one's above the human uh, hearing range. Dogs are going crazy in the middle Absolutely. Area. Well, what do you mean dogs hear different frequencies than us? I, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, book four. Only this time, it, it is it is not exactly bone chilling. It sounds more like chalk screeching on a blackboard. Ooh, boy. I don't think that's a werewolf howl. You say aloud. Then you see a very surprising sight. It's Todd. He looks awful at the end. <laughs> His hair is covered in in slime dropped by the slugs on the dropped by the slugs on the this... cave ceiling. <laughs> okay. His geeky face is completely white and his mouth is wide open in a howling O shape. Look, I don't like Todd as much as the book doesn't like Todd, but the the book is taking every opportunity to dunk on this guy. He's completely covered. In slime, his mouth is open and wide, and his geeky face is completely wide. And I remember yeah. he's a geek. Don't worry, his name's Todd, and he sounds yeah. like. And it's not he... his line next. Damn, Todd. Yeah, yeah. And this, uh, you know, this Saturday we are we're going to put his geeky coffin beneath the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the nerdiest funeral. <laughs> pale white skin made even more pale through death. Mm, Todd. The service ends at 4.30, so you can still get at your lunchtime roast. <laughs> uh, Todd, you shout. Todd! Start, yeah, startling him out of his howling. Are you totally nuts or what? What are you doing? I'm making the werewolves think I'm one of them. Todd answers in a terrified and shaky voice, which sounds a lot like his normal voice, understandably. <laughs> I, I saw Todd answers and I was like, yeah, that's enough. Yeah, I, mean, it... I heard them running. I didn't know what to do, so I started howling. I don't believe it. Todd, you're... To be fair, I meant it. I think he just is perpetually... When you get to that level of capital N nerdiness, I think you're always terrified and shaking. I think it comes with the territory. Yeah, I, Everywhere I think someone is... asks you, like, what happened in this episode of Farscape? And if you answer correctly, they diagnose you with an anxiety disorder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or when you go up to, uh, you know... Hello, I'd, I'd, I'd like to order... Uh, can I get the, the number two cheeseburger? And what would you like for a side? Oh... 
I don't know. <laughs> what, what do you like? What, what's good here? Uh, <laughs> what do you recommend? I don't know. So, you want fries or salad? I don't know. Whatever's fine. Uh, can I do both? <laughs> don't, I don't, actually, I'm going to leave. I'm going to try again. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's a different uh, story in a different uh, town. Yeah, I'm gonna, I move. Okay, could you tell me, tell me what the options are again? I need to, I need to write that down. <laughs> For next time thank you uh too real then you hear the werewolves too they're running but which way toward you or away from you go to page 68 uh, 68 the, the werewolves start howling you grab todd's shoulders and give him a good shake snap out of it todd you order him it's either howl or run and we don't know which way the, hair the werewolves are heading. There's one more choice, Todd. You reply. You point to a stream of light at the end of yet another tunnel. Looks as if it might be the way out. There. You say. Oh, yeah, sure. I already saw that tunnel. I also saw that giant hole in the floor between us and the way out. Just listen to this. Todd drops a sick beat, drops a loose stone into the hole. <laughs> then the two of you wait to hear it hit the bottom for the beat to drop. The beat, <laughs> but the beat never drops. Goosebumps. <laughs> Scary. Uh, it never does. A bottomless pit. Todd announces. <laughs> this time, the howling isn't coming from Todd. He's too busy talking about the pit. It's the werewolves. Todd Start whispers. Start howling. N no, jump. You shout. If you howl to save yourself, page 33. If you jump across the bottom of this pit, leap up to page 11 plus one. 111. It's irrelevant to you guys, hmm. but hey. <laughs> well, everybody flip to page 111 together right now. Uh, uh huh. Turn to the page at the same time. I mean, Do you have a take here? Hmm. I mean how to save ourselves or jump across the bottom of this pit. They are both high risk. No yes. like just they're just either one could very easily be the murder. Uh yeah, if I was presented with this choice in a Walking Dead game, I would expect that I'm choosing which character dies, effectively. Yes. I'd be like, both people? This is me choosing between Kali and the guy that I didn't remember the name of because I chose Kali. <laughs> um, I kind of, you know what? I want to give, uh, I would like to give Todd the chance to be our savior and howl. I like it. Let's do it. I, I would like to, I would like Todd, because Todd, here's the thing. If Todd is mm -hmm. able to save us here, he's redeemed. Yep. If not, he's a useless nerd, and I don't like him. In fact, I've never you know liked I'm, him. I did think the book was being too cruel to him up until yeah. this point, but I do like that we're giving him an opportunity for self-redemption, but I'm more yes. than fine to completely pitch him directly to hell yeah. if, uh, if he happens to fail. If time. this happens to be an ending page where we do lose because of Todd, he's dead to me. He's dead to us. He's dead to everyone. Mm -hmm. We're going to be burying him in his nerdy little coffin beneath the nerdy little ground, <laughs> six nerdy feet under. <laughs> <laughs> At six nerdy. <laughs> <laughs>
page 33. The werewolves are too close. You have to start howling. It's your only hope. You and Todd takes turns howling to keep the werewolves at bay. You have been standing here howling for hours. So far, it's working. Wait, you've been howling for hours. So far, it's working. There's not a werewolf in sight. Mm. Good job. Keep on howling until until the end. <laughs> the end. Oh. We just keep howling? That's that's our ending? We did it? Howl until you die or they see your bum bum. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Hey. This is fine. This ending doesn't show us any werewolves. We just have to take Todd and Sharky's word for it that werewolves exist, and I guess the note. Uh, so, in my mind, yes. everyone in the camp split up. They all got scared that there were werewolves around, and they all decided individually to start howling to scare off the other werewolves, and they hear one another howling and howl in response, and it's just a bunch of kids, no werewolves, standing to separate in the forest, howling all night. I think that that is the logical ending in the event that we didn't ruin the canon by becoming werewolves, and I'm sure that the canon tracks throughout the book. I, To be fair, I think you've got you've got the the ending that seems the most legit i like that one and it's my canon now i like it Mm. that's mine now that's my ending now i like it this is this has been a negative end and uh as a result also a negative end for todd yeah sorry bud you are a dumpster nerd trash for life bye bye todd i'm burying you with your box uh, uh, so 68 will get us back to the choice to uh, yeah. jump across the bottomless pit on 111. Jump the pit. Do a sick flip. Jump across the pit. Page 111. 111. We have to kick flip across the pit. <laughs> you insist. <laughs> it may be the only way out of this place. I can't do it. I can barely ollie. <laughs> You'll have to go first. As soon as you hear the howling again, all your nervousness disappears. Come on, Todd! The werewolves are getting closer! Without another word, you back up a few steps. You take a couple kicks off the ground. It's so dark you can't be sure if you're going to make it across the pit or not. All you know is you hit the ramp and you're flying through the air. In a few seconds, your wheels clank on the solid ground. Dirt crumbles beneath the wheels. You're half on. Half off the edge of the pit doing a sick wheelie, but with a skateboard. I haven't played Tony Hawk in a while. Whoa, watch me grind. (laughs) You cry, swaying back and forth over the open pit. Don't leave me. Todd screams. I'm trying my best not to. You snap. You fall forward onto the ground in front of you. Whew, that was a close... You can't finish the sentence because what you see standing behind Todd is making your mouth drop wide open. Go to page 41. 41? Werewolves! There are werewolves behind you! You finished to finally scream? (laughs) Jump, Todd, jump! You fumble with your words and then with the faulty flashlight. This time it goes on. You point the flickering beam past Todd's slug-slimed head. You aim for the eyes of the snarling beast. Upgrade from geeky. Yeah, I'm not sure. (laughs) Yes, it's working. 
The light is hypnotizing them. Hurry, jump across. John cries as he glances back and finds himself eyeball to eyeball with the werewolves. Jump! You yell. Jump! As the werewolves reach out for him, Todd jumps. You lean over the edge of the gaping pit and grab for Todd's outstretched hand. You stretch your own arms as far as you can and... (laughs) Come on, Rito, tell us. If you catch Todd, turn to page 80. If you don't catch Todd, punch to 61. We just get to choose if we catch him or not. But we did lest say, we forget we our said, most recent proclamation, Ari said, Todd, page 61. Oh, we yeah, we literally him, have him. we literally just have to go to page 61. Oops, you missed. Sorry, Todd. Butterfingers. You call down to the bottomless pit committing the murders. You lean over <laughs> and watch Todd get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. You hear Todd's voice you calling. You let go of Todd's hand. You say, long live the king. <laughs> long live the king. No. <laughs> you hear Todd's voice calling your name as he falls down, down, yeah. down, down, down. Down, 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 down. But you don't feel too bad. After all, it's a bottomless pit. So you know Todd will never reach the end. What? Never. Good ending. Good ending. We finally did it. We got rid of Todd. We don't have to get the pewter figurines for Todd if there's no Todd to get them for you. It's true. I mean, hey. Better to have uh, Todd and lost than never to Todd at all. <laughs> so better to have loved and Todd. <laughs> uh, what page is preceding this? Uh, one, one, uh, are one, you trying to find the one where we one, catch one, Todd? I actually, I don't think that one exists. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't. I think that was unfortunately. Like, uh, unfortunately, I actually. We might have to read page eighty regardless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alternate reality, if we want a bad ending, I guess we can... Usually we don't go back for bad endings, but I guess we can Mm -hmm. go page 80. (laughs) It immediately starts on the worst possible. You caught me. (laughs) Todd exclaims, grabbing your hand. Uh, We caught each other. You sputter. Your hands grasp Todd's hands over the center of the hole. Oh, wait. What? Oh no, we're falling. It seems like it's being performed sarcastically by the character. I can't look. Todd shrieks. <sighs> oh, brother. Okay, so we grabbed him, but then we fell down with him. Is okay. I, okay. Yeah. Yes. It's just, it's strange. Okay. Over the center it, of the hole. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we are falling. Yeah. They're very casual for falling, but... You caught me. We caught each other. It just sounds like a, <laughs> you know, like a rom-com thing. <laughs> I'm falling for you. You're falling for me. We're both falling forever. <laughs> We're both falling to our death where we will never surely meet our end. Uh, Yeah, okay. I can't look, says uh, Todd Shrieks. Uh, oh, brother. You think? As you feel your arms and legs become all tangled up with Todd's. Just my luck. 
Of all the people in the world I could canoodle and fall down a bottomless <laughs> pit with, it has to be Todd Morris. Down, down, down you fall, spinning and tumbling head over heels, heels over head, head over heels in love, heels over head with no end in sight. Todd sticks to you like syrup to pancakes, which mm. is honestly like kind of It's a very romantic metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, it's like like syrup to pancakes. Oh yeah, it, like it, it, it sticks. But it, it also he like sticks kind to of us to syrup like pancakes. Like to me, that evokes we are porous, and he has <laughs> he has been absorbed. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna absorb all of you, Todd. And now that you think of it, he's probably gonna. Okay, <laughs> okay. Mm. And now that you think of it, uh, he's probably gonna get all that um. Uh, syrupy slug juice all over you too. Uh, <laughs> you're not sure which is worse, having Todd glued to you or being slimed. You have plenty of time to think about it since you'll be free falling for quite a while. Fall on over to page 38. This falling thing is starting to get boring with this no bottom of the pit and all. There's nothing to really look forward to. So since there's nothing to see down below, you and Todd gaze up instead. You're immediately hit in the eye with some drops of liquid. Yikes. Todd screams. There's a whole pack of werewolves up there. How are we making, like, assertions yeah. about the environment while we're falling? The Goosebumps children have godly eyesight. They're omnipotent. Mm-hmm. They're all-knowing. And yet they still die lots. Uh, Todd's right. At the rim of the pit, 20 or more hungry werewolves are leaning into the hole, probably 2,000 feet up. Those drops uh -huh. hit you in the eye. The, the drops that hit you in the eye were drops of drool, dripping from the fangs of the hairy beasts. Gross. The werewolves want food, and you and Todd are it. <laughs> you can feel their fire-red eyes staring right at you. That's such a good sentence. <laughs> the werewolves want food, and you and Todd are it. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a goosebumps <laughs> sentence <laughs> yep a hot glob of drool hits the tip of Todd's ear and dribbles down the side of his neck oh disgusting he, he moans he pulls his hand away from your arm to wipe off the steaming drool uh oh Todd is falling away from you you're both on your own now go to page 102 102 so so far, we had a bad ending yes. uh, that was just better than this. Absolutely. With Todd falling and us not. Absolutely. All right, well, let's see how we uh, redeem ourselves here. Ah! You hear from the darkness below you. It's Todd, and he sounds far away. You've lost him now for sure. But <laughs> Our terminal velocity is completely different. <laughs> <laughs> He's got terminal nerd velocity. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You've lost him now for sure. Uh, too bad, you think, sadly. I was just starting to get used to having him around. Goodbye, Todd. You call as loudly as you can. I'm sorry I said you were a nerd. I really do like you, you know, honest. With tears in your eyes, you call out one last. Bye, Todd. Get dumpstered, nerd! <laughs> I'll miss you, I really will. You'll really miss me? A happy voice calls out unexpectedly. 
right next to your ear? Wow, that's swell. What the hell? How did... Uh, I mean, I, hey, maybe the next page. 93. <laughs> what the Todd hell? teleported behind us. Nothing personnel. <laughs> All right, 93. Todd! You exclaim when you hear his voice is right next to you. What, what's happening? How, how did I catch up to you so fast? <laughs> you didn't. We caught up to you. Before Todd can say more, you realize that you're no longer falling. You and Todd are both <laughs> sitting on the back of some giant winged thing. What the? <laughs> you, you start to ask. It's a pterodactyl. <laughs> I have a big book of dinosaurs, and I've learned about pterodactyls since before I was five years old. Probably it was preserved in this pit since the Paleolithic age. <laughs> oh my god, it's a pterodactyl, man. It's not technically, actually, a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> This <laughs> huge prehistoric flying reptile is moving its head. Uh, first up, then down. Seems to be asking you to choose which way you want to go, up or down. Fly to the werewolves, soar up to 116, or down to the unknown on 188. I mean, I feel like pterodactyl beats <laughs> werewolves. <clears throat> yeah. It, it, very much so. I I kind of want to go up and show off our cool new pterodactyl to all of these werewolves. Yeah. But at the same time, the other is the option of the complete unknown. Let's let's go to the werewolves actually. Hang on. It's been a while since we chose werewolves again. But now I'm curious mystery box style. Oh. Like we have a pterodactyl. I'm, I'm happy either way. Mystery box. Gamba. Mystery box. 88. We go down to the unknown. Zoom to it could be anything. It could even be something crazier Owls. than a pterodactyl. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. You and Todd agree you've had it enough of the werewolves. <laughs> let's, let's keep going down. You say. Yeah. This pterodactyl has figured out how to stay alive for centuries. Maybe it'll know how to keep us alive for the rest of the night. Good thinking. You reply. Then to the pterodactyl, you order. <clears throat> Mr. Pterodactyl, down please. Okay. With a giant flapping of his bony wings, the prehistoric creature points its head downwards. You and Todd hold onto the loose flaps of skin on the neck. Down, 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 the pterodactyl flies. Without warning, the downward flight takes a turn to the left. You shine the flashlight straight ahead and spot a ledge. Todd sees it too. Look. He shouts, pointing to the ledge. We're gonna land over there. Turn to page 98. The pterodactyl nosedives down the ledge with a great swooping motion. You and Todd are sure you're going to be thrown over the creature's head, but the pterodactyl evens out its flight and glides into a smooth landing. The two of you tumble off its back and onto the rocky ground. Thank you start to say, but before you can get a whole word out, the pterodactyl puts its finger on your lips. No, no. 
<laughs> its wings are flapping again. The pterodactyl is headed back into the darkness of the pit. You and Todd are left alone on the narrow ledge. Behind you, there's a door. It slides open. Going down. <laughs> a man dressed in an elevator's operating uniform asks. Do we have a choice? Todd asks. Always. The man says mysteriously. What does that mean? Page 117. You peer over the ledge and see a greater nothing. <laughs> you peer over the ledge and see a greater nothing than you've ever seen. You gaze up. Mm -hmm. Darkness. You glance down again. Darkness. Okay. Either way, it looks the same to you and totally frightening. I guess we'd better get in the elevator. You announce. You push Todd forward into the waiting car. The door closes behind you and Todd, and a whirling, whirring sound begins, but you don't feel any motion. The closet-sized space is illuminated by a dim red light. The light seems to be blinking on and off and on and off and on and off and on and off, and then you figure it out! The red light is on when the elevator's operator, the elevator operator's eyes are open and off when they're closed. When On when they're open, off when they're closed. His eyes are the blinking red lights. In the red glow, you notice the man's teeth are growing longer and sharper. Todd elbows you sharply and cries. He's one of them. <laughs> go to page 11. So yeah, we did go downstairs. There uh, could be anything in the mystery box, even werewolves. It's different werewolf. Is a different werewolf. Up, Maybe up there, there was different pterodactyl. Who knows? A hideous laugh erupts from a man. the man's fanged mouth. His eyes flash a brighter red, spotlighting a face covered with coarse werewolf hair. As if you didn't know what this was at this point. Claude, hairy hands reach for your neck as the man growls. Yes, I'm one of them. And soon you'll be one of them too. He opens his fanged mouth to bite you with his teeth. Suddenly, you spot two buttons by the elevator door. One reads stop, and the other reads go. You stretch your index finger and press one. Press stop or go. Well, I, I want this to stop. Are... <laughs> okay, stop. This, this is the button for the werewolf-operated uh, <laughs> bite ride, right? I'm, hey, maybe. Let's hit stop. Excellent. <laughs> Stop! Congratulations! You've chosen to stop this story just when you were about to be turned into one of them. But what are they? Elevator operators in the bottomless pit elevator. Wait. <laughs> but what are they? Elevator operators in the bottomless pit elevator. If you had not stopped oh. the story at this point... Wait, was that? What? You, you aren't being... <laughs> you were about to be turned into one of them. But what are they? Uh, elevator operators. <laughs> the bottomless pit elevator. We're not going to turn into a werewolf. He's actually, uh, he hasn't got lycanthropy. He's got yep. uh, <laughs> some sort of elevator operator therapy. Yep. And he's, He'll bite <laughs> us and then we'll stay here and operate the elevator from now on. Yes, he's just got a red eye, like red contacts. Uh, if you mm. had not... And werewolf fur. And werewolf, wait, yeah. Where, wait, he had werewolf fur. Excuse unrelated. me. Unrelated. Unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. Yeah, that, that's coincidental. Unrelated werewolf claws for everything. If you not stopped the story at this point, you would have had nowhere to go but down. There's only one thing worse than a bad ending, and that's no ending. So consider your choice wise because it brings you to what is officially known here as the end. I mean... Okay. I... 
I can't believe the stop was not for the not for the elevator. It wasn't for the was, werewolf we were it facing. It was for the story. It was for the book. Yeah, press the book stop button, Raps. <laughs> I would like this to go uh, on page 29. 29, thank you. All right, go. Well, that sure took a lot of courage on your part. Nobody ever pushes go when a clawed, a hairy hand is reaching over the, to grab his or her neck. But guess what? You push go. And now you and Todd are both going to have the ride of your life on the bottomless pit elevator. But wait, the elevator door shaft slides open. The elevator is stuck. You have a second chance. Do something fast. One, two, three, jump. You cry as you pull Todd out the door, holding on to each other, and you and Todd begin to fall down deeper into the deep, into the deep, into the deep, into the pit. <laughs> you pick up speed. Your ears start to pop as your body plunges faster and faster. Except for Todd, who has terminal velocity, your body flips upside down. <laughs> Everything is spinning, and then a sharp ringing sound pierces your ears. Turn to page 52. The ringing, so loud, so horrible. The sound shatters the darkness. You have to stop the noise some way anyway, but you can't stand any longer. You reach your arm out into the blackness and you shut off your alarm clock. You slowly open your eyes. You look around. Where's Todd? Then you realize you're at home in your bed, clutching your pillow for dear life. Your mother pushes open the bedroom door and pokes her head in. Rise and shine. Today's the day we go to Woods World. Really? You ask? You need to make sure it truly was all a dream. The red tin box, the pit, the werewolves. What time are we meeting Mr. and Mrs. Morris and Todd there? You ask. What are you talking about? Your mom says. The Morrises aren't coming with us. It's a family vacation. You, me, and Dad, just like always. You smile and lean back on your pillow. This may turn out to be a fantastic summer in the end. I mean... This is the. the I, there might be another good ending theoretically, but I think this is the good ending that we get if we choose to enter the cave. Yes, I think, or I think this is the good ending for going down into the unknown. Wait, did we go up to the werewolves? We didn't go up to the werewolves, but I do suspect that might be a quick end. It's possible that isn't. Um, do you want to give it a shot? Or? Let's let's give it a go. Do you know what page that's One sixteen. One sixteen. But I mean, hey, good ending, another good ending under the belt. We had the, the Todd dies ending, and then we got that ending. We got two good <laughs> endings under the belt for sure. Uh, maybe even more. But, all right. Go up. You command. I think I'm going to. <laughs> Todd says in a queasy voice. I said go up, not throw up. You yell. The pterodactyl instantly points his head upward and flaps its wings hard up. Are you okay? <laughs> yep, hold it. Up, 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 your eyes. You soar through the darkness at speeds you've never thought possible. Wow, this thing really moves. He's right. In fact, as you look up, you realize the pterodactyl has moved so fast, you're almost at the mouth of the bottomless pit. And you're also almost at the mouth of the very the pack of very hungry werewolves. Their fang-filled mouths are watering. Fly onto page 15. You hear the werewolves howl in the not-too-distant distance. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Todd moans as the pterodactyl flies up and out of the pit. The flying reptile tips sideways. It drops you and Todd on the ground right by the werewolves. You land right in front of the werewolves' feet. 
The wolves are pacing and circling. Some are on all four legs. Some are standing up right on two hind legs. The growls are and howls bounce off the walls. One of them, even on one leg of the walls of the cave, and hits your ears like a pair of cymbals clashing. Ooh, what an odor those wolves give off. You've never smelled anything so bad in your life. You smell Todd. A hand on your shoulder causes you to spin around. You're face to face with, and you can't really believe this, go on to page 20. <gasps> Tarzan! <laughs> These are the guys you want me beat up? They say something bad? <laughs> These are the guys you have favor? Oh my god. 20. You rub your eyes to make sure you're not seeing things that aren't really there, but you're not. What you think you see is really there. And what a shock. All three Murphy brothers right here inside the cave. I love that we are shocked by the appearance of the Murphy brothers in this cave. Like, oh my God, rub our eyes. <laughs> There's the Murphy brothers. Yeah, Murphy brothers. Um, there are werewolves here. We're on a pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's true. I forgot we just wrote a pterodactyl out of a bottomless pit. Yeah. Uh, well, it, that explains the smell in here. He whispered to Todd. It isn't the werewolves. It's the Murphys who smell. Got them. You see the Murphys, but they don't see you. They're too busy defending themselves from the were- Wait, from the werewolves. They're not the werewolves. Okay. Jess is holding a rock and is ready to heave it if one of the werewolves come too close. Suddenly, one of the wolves leaps forward. It pushes all three of the Murphy, Murphy brothers into the center of a pack of wolves. You've never seen the Murphys look so scared. They don't look like bullies now. They look like regular kids. Regular terrified kids, that is. Nerds, even. For a second, you think, well, it serves them right. They're the ones who got us into this mess. But in the second thought, you kind of feel sorry for them. And letting people be murdered is bad. Decisions, decisions. What will you do? Try to help the Murphys or let the werewolves have them. I think that, you know, should we try I them? guess we should help them out. Probably. Probably. Well, of course, All you're right, let's too... Let's help them out. Let's help them out. What could go wrong? Uh, of course, you're too nice to throw anyone to the wolves, even the Murphys. But while you gave the idea a moment of serious thought, something strange happens. Instead of clawing, biting, and tearing at the bodies of the three Murphy bullies, the wolves hug them. They, they even kiss them. They pat them on the back, give them big fanged smiles to all three brothers. The werewolves are treating the Murphys like family. Look at that. You say to Todd. The Murphys are so mean because it runs in the family. The werewolf family. That explains why the Murphys smell like a pack of dirty, hairy, scary werewolves. <laughs> a simple case of woofatosis. <laughs> Todd laughs at your joke. But there's nothing funny about having werewolves' hot, bad breath blowing right into your face. You better start running, or for you and Todd, it's sure to be the end. You know, I might be fine with throwing him to the wolves. Yeah, I guess we must. What is the throwing to the wolves? 87. Page? 87 to wolf. 87. Sorry, Sharky. <laughs> you say? You. You didn't have to help us. Sharky calls out when he spots you and Todd. We didn't mean any harm. Now the werewolves see you and you have to think fast. Just to clarify, he said you have to help us. Oops. 
Tell me where the box is. I'll save all of you. <laughs> you shout above. Wow, cold-hearted. You shout above the growls yeah. and snarls. Now that your life is in the balance, I wish one gift from thee. Oh, I will also like your me. lunch money for three weeks. <laughs> but I'll tell your mama that you took <laughs> my box. <laughs> All right. The, the werewolves have it. Blah, 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 blah. Buck Murphy cries out. Wait, that's why we came in here. Yeah, we were just trying to get it back for your friend or whatever he is. <laughs> Jess explains. You watch in horror as the werewolves lick their chops. Rows of sharpened fangs glisten and glow in the werewolves' red eyes. They are ready for the Murphy feast. Please. Sharky begs. Help us, please. I mean, if they are not werewolves in this reality... I'm, I don't know, man. The, hey, we'll yeah, see. I mean, they, hey. they all play acting, I guess. Then you see the thing that started this trouble. The red tin box. Buck was telling the truth. The werewolves do have the box. Todd, look. You cry out. You point at the box, resting at the feet of the fiercest werewolf. My pewter collection. Todd exclaims when he sees the box. He forgets for a moment that the danger is only inches away. The werewolf's tongues hang out between pointed, oversized teeth. The smell of their hot breath makes you feel sick. The pterodactyl from the bottomless pit swoops past you, in case you forgot he was there. The flapping of its <laughs> wings sends dust and dirt flying up from the ground. The werewolves tuck their faces under their fur-covered arms, trying to keep the clouds of dirt out of the red eyes. While the werewolves' heads are buried in their arms, you and Crawd tall, Todd crawl between their hairy legs. You grab the red tin box and you sprint to a corner out of the wolves' immediate sight. Got it! You cry, clutching the box to your chest. Turn to page 124. You throw open the red tin box and look at the pewter figure collection for the first time. Awesome! You cry when you see the treasure. Inside the box are the most finely crafted, beautifully jeweled pewter figurines you've ever seen. Yeah. You say to Todd. It was definitely worth the trouble. Each figure is in its own velvet-lined compartment. You can't resist taking out the pewter dragon with the emerald eyes. Incredible. You whisper. You turn, to the, you turn the figure around in your hand and study the details. You return the dragon to its compartment. One by one, you take out each figure and study it. Right now, there's a prince waving a crystal-bladed sword in the air, a ruby-studded castle, a diamond-eyed skeleton in a hooded cloak, and magic sorceress holding a fiery crystal sun high above her head. That is far too descriptive, and I think they're setting us up for a future Goosebump trivia question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think that... I think that there must be. Uh, either way. I above her will head. be ready for it. Yes. They're all safe. Todd exclaims with relief. He puts them back and closes the box. <laughs> but we're not. Turn to 121 to see why. The werewolves have all lowered their arms and turned at once. They're licking their bloodthirsty lips. Their eyes glow like flaming torches. One of the hairy beasts grabs Todd and breathes hot, stinking wolf breath on his face. No, please, cries Todd. You can see tears gush from his wide eyes. You can have the collection. He oh, I, no. I, <laughs> after all, this, no. You died, Absolutely Todd. Absolutely not. You've died we, multiple will, times, Todd. 
we will show the collection at your wake. Yes. <laughs> collection over you at this point, Todd. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's easy. Uh, he tries to bargain. The werewolf snarls and bears his pointed fangs. Its mouth opens wide enough to take Todd's whole head in one bite. <laughs> you howl. Try to draw the werewolf's attention away from Todd. It works. In fact, the whole pack of werewolves turns away from the Murphys and Todd. All the werewolf eyes are on you, but you're ready. F- but you're what? What? You're ready for them? In one swift motion, you open the box and hold up the pewter sorceress. Their eye, red eyes, reflect off the crystal sun in the sorceress's hands. A blinding light is thrown back into the werewolf's eyes. The wolves step back. They try to escape the reflecting light rays. Can they? Go to page one hundred five. That's like the what? worst point-and-click adventure puzzle solution I've Absolutely, ever seen. Absolutely, I love it. It's no use. The werewolves cannot fight the sorceress's crystal light. One by one, with a... ho As empty and hopeless as the bottomless pit itself, each werewolf loses its balance. They all fall backwards into the endless nothing that is the pit. Falling, falling, falling forever... Their howls rise to the open mouth of the pit, filling the cave and the deep, dark woods surrounding by surrounding Woods World. Eh, I'm glad we haven't had to say that too much. Uh, the Murphys throw themselves at you with a heartfelt thanks for saving their lives. What? They're not. We'll always remember you for this. <laughs> Sharky says. Yeah, you too. No. <gasps> I mean, uh, hey, what is your name anyway? This is my good friend Todd Morris. This is my lover Todd Morris. We uh, <laughs> we have gone through so this much. This is my betrothed Todd <laughs> Morris. We got married. We got uh, married in the pit. The pterodactyl officiated. <laughs> you say you put the arm around Todd's shoulder. You and Todd take the red tin box and lead the way out of the cave. Nothing can frighten you or Todd now. Not the Murphys. Not werewolves. Not yeah, anything. You've faced every possible fear, literally all of them, every single one, and conquered them all together. And that is what makes your love so strong for you both. And then Todd dies of leukemia. <laughs> no! The end. What? Wait. Oh, no. For both of you, this should be a very it's happy a good end. end. Good end. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Okay, Todd doesn't die of leukemia. We are friends with he Todd He dies now. of old, old age. Uh, old age when we push him into the pit. <laughs> when we don't when we don't catch him. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, falls forever go. and then dies there. And dies Well there. done. We did it. We so well done. the werewolf woods. Well, very done. Uh, man, yeah. I like that one too. I don't know. Maybe these books are just getting better. I, I think they are. I think I, they I, might I, be. I definitely think they are. Yeah, that I'm are very excited better. to see how they are in like another 10 or 20 after <laughs> this kind of rate of increase. Yeah. Or maybe, I mean, even, even if they're all roughly as good as, as these last two, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I mm-hmm. like them. Uh, and I'm, hey, the uh, thing I wanted to quickly mention as well, oh. uh, landing page for, <gasps> the, for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, wholesomeverse.tv slash turn to page. 
That's wholesomeverse.tv slash turn to page. We get your landing page for the podcast so that you can find it on all of the apps that you might have wanted to listen to it on. Or if it's not on an app that you particularly use, send an email to turn to pagecast at gmail.com. Yes. And you well, can also we're... put any questions, comments, support, whatever you want to do. Yeah. You can do that there and on those websites that you do end up watching the, the podcast, your, your Apple, your Stitcher, etc and give us a little bit of a rating it really helps us out to be discoverable on those podcast sites absolutely and a huge thank you to all the people who already did it and and a thank you again to do uh or not again for the first time i didn't even mention uh for the people who followed on twitter as well we're also there uh where i will try and put notifications for when things go live if you maybe aren't the type to know about notifications in a podcast app that kind of a thing. I know sometimes I just need to get notified somewhere else. So mm-hmm. uh, I will try and do that there for you. Uh, and I believe that is turn to page cast uh, on Twitter as well. So tried to have it the same everywhere. But mm-hmm. my goodness, I liked this. And I'm I'm so excited for next week's. Um, it's finally time. This is the one where I looked at it and I was like, oh, my God, now we have we, we have to do this. Uh, because what do we have coming up next week. Next week is uh, beware of the purple peanut butter. That's mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It looks um. It looks like a change of pace, and I'm fine with it. I'm I'm in. I'm in that one. I mean, and like if the werewolves can turn out to be kids in this story. What if the purple peanut butter turns out to be an alien? Like uh, it's just the complete it's true. opposite. I mean, it goes so many weird angles. I'm. I think that the uh, the thing about that one is it's just gonna be it's gonna pivot and it's gonna be like this is just a normal story about general fears of going to high school for the first time, you know? Ah. So it'll be the scariest so far. Ah, exactly. Uh, but alas, I think that is that. I think that's gonna do it here uh, for today for podcast for turn to page. Uh, yeah. If you enjoyed, remember review all that kind of stuff. Really appreciate anybody who has been listening. This is a, it's been a very fun project. It's one of my favorite things I've worked on in forever. So I'm happy, happy to keep doing it, and I'd be happy to keep keep doing it. Er, so yeah. resoundingly the same here as well. I I'm always really really happy to get to do voice stuff, and this is just the perfect opportunity for it. It's it's so good. It's just like a really good collection of everything I like to do and seems like a good collection of everything you like to do as well. And also, we That's happen to true. be recording it. <laughs> Neat. Uh, so, hey. Love when things can fulfill all three. Yeah. So there's there's that. You know, share it with a friend if you feel like it. If you think there's somebody who would get a kick out of it, send them that way. I think that's a, a way that podcasts usually uh, get a lot of their... Um, you know, there's there's spread note of notoriety early on is just share it with a friend you mm-hmm. think might 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 like it. Uh, and that would be that'd be great. But hey, thank you for listening here today. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Adios.